ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into this week's. I, Drew. Drew. I, Sam first. Sam first. He's got big. Okay, pictures. Sam. But I mean, this. I, I am live. I am live uh, with the president. Um, I'm live, with, I'm live with uh, the current president of the United States. Um, I won't say where because I feel like that's—I probably shouldn't do that. You don't want to dox him. But I can confirm he was asleep. Well, uh, time out. You can say where because it's on the news. Yeah. What about his, I mean, his Chinese counterpart? Is he awake? Did you look see? Like you. By the way, did you see the? Yeah, uh, that's the word I want to get. The the peace offering that they're giving us because we're friends now. Well, I I mean, you know why they you know why they're doing that? Because we sent the freaking pandas back. No, 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 no. They're sending us more pandas. Well, wait. Then why didn't we just keep the two we had? First off, it was three, and I have no idea. Okay, continue. Well, <laughs> that's maybe all I, that's all I got. He's sending After us new twenty pandas. years. After 20 years, we send three pandas back, and then they turn around and send more back to us. That's I'm not the right. brightest guy, but shouldn't we have just? By the way, the Gophers have not have not scored now. Well, maybe, maybe the one. And they the missed again. They've missed three good. layups. So we let Sam we talk. Got He's to... live on the scene. Okay, go ahead. Well, I'm just saying, maybe uh, the pandas they wanted back were good pandas, and they they wanted those specific ones. We've had them for like 30 years. Haven't we? Uh, I don't know. I think we've had him for a while. I'm so confused. All right. So I, he was asleep. I, by the way, should I just ask him? Well, he's asleep. I can't. But, I mean, I, should I, I wake him up and ask? Well, in his in his defense, it's a three-hour time change. And the uh, Chinese guy, I I have no clue what his time change is. The, the Chinese president called them envoys of friendship. Pandas. Pandas. I feel like he's just getting rid of stuff he doesn't want. Like, I feel like they have so many pandas. He's like, yeah, just give them these. We'll just give them to the U.S. They don't know the difference. Especially I think, Biden. I think it has to do with their age. I think that's actually what it is. I think they're very old, so they've sent them home. But also, like, they're going to put them in. Well, a we didn't, we, we're keeping well, we're keeping Biden. He's very old. I meant the pandas. But, yeah, no, you're not wrong. Oh. Uh, there are... There are four pandas left in the United States besides the ones we're getting. Would you guys look, like to guess where all four are? Where are they? The San Diego Zoo. No, Cincinnati. That's no, Cincinnati Zoo is the top zoo in America. Well, not, not Cincinnati. After, the new ones, not after they killed the new ones are going to the San Diego Zoo. The four current pandas in the U.S. are at the Central Atlanta Park. Zoo. Oh, they're all in the same place. They're all at the Atlanta Zoo. We're getting why? three more. Uh, why? It's a great question. There's probably a joke to be made, and I, you know. Yeah. You know, well, at all costs. Where does where does Panda Express fall into this? Uh, it's great. I love Panda Express. Okay. It's a really um, really underrated fast. I need to. Before we get any further, and I got something huge I need to discuss with Drew, and then I have a, I actually have a, I think, a guy, I think designer, the guy, no, he's from Brooklyn, actually. Hey, that's, that's I want to confess. I the joke was going to be. Yeah. Can well, I, I, I thought about it, I was like, I don't think he's from Atlanta, so I, I pulled back. 
Can I confess that when I say that I've talked to people, I usually am making most of it up because they're not giving me information. I'm just, I am happy you finally admitted that, but yeah. Yeah, I feel like today's the day to do that. Well, do you think people think St- I just made that up? Stevie Wall Street might be commenting, though, on all this. He's he's on the whole Carissa Thompson thing right now. Wait, I'm getting, wait, hold on. Can I back up to the claim you just made? Yeah. I, I figured that was going to be followed up by a, but this time I'm telling the truth. Like you just wanted to come out and say half the time I'm lying. No, I just thought that reporters are doing that today, or at least one in particular. <laughs> oh, so I, I just thought, okay. I thought I would confess that when I talked to a coach, First of all, she said it, it was 15 years ago, and she's, I mean, I think they're making a big deal out of it, but whatever. It is being blown out of proportion. Yeah, yes. people are piling on. Um, Sam, by the way, Sam was not making that up. He literally was barefoot looking at the president. Yeah, I mean, I, my, uh, my, the person I live with walked outside, and there was a cop, and the cop said, what are you doing? And he's like, I live here. I'm trying to go to the gym. And he goes, oh, well, the president's coming by. You can't go anywhere. So that was, I feel was like very, that very tight security, the president's security. Um, the Gophers just hit their first shot in 12 minutes, but it was uh, blown dead by a foul by, or by a penalty. Sounds like uh, Drew. I got something to stir. I got a. I got an accusation. I need to run by you. Okay. Before uh, I, I, I'm still caught caught up on a couple things. Um, all right, go ahead. Sam. Have you washed your feet since you walked outside barefoot in San Francisco? He doesn't need to. He doesn't Uh, need to. They cleaned cleaned everything. Yeah, first of all, my streets before Biden came are clean once a week. And second of all, like to Dad's point. No, no, no. Let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. It's not. Well, it's sort of a knock on San Francisco, but I I'm not sure I'd walk out on our home street barefoot. You know, first of all, you're hiding the point of this story. Which home? I care so much about our sure. president and our country that I'd run barefoot on the streets of San Francisco to see him. Watch out for the needles, though. And second of all, after being ridiculed in my first minute of being out there, I went back inside and put on my man ups. So I think we're okay. Yeah. yeah, that's all I can ask for. I feel like when we don't, like when we, we don't skip a week often, we do now oh. and again. But I feel like when we skip a week of the show, like so much happens. I know. I got. I have a. I know. I, like, I'm I don't watching think one of. We ever go a week and it's like, oh, nothing really happened. Like it's always something stupid going on. Like it's always we always got something dumb to talk about when we got back. We're in the midst of the the Josh Dobbs experience, the Pastronaut. Oh, I got a big um, question about that. Yeah, I had to walk back something I said two weeks ago, actually. I got a, by the way, I got a mysterious package. I, I hope Sam got the same one, otherwise this is going to be embarrassing. I got a strange package at my door. I, I thought it was, I don't know, bor- what was the, what was, what did they used to send to, like, the government officials at Borax? They sent it in the envelopes? Candygram? No. Oh, but, like, uh, um, no, um, the powder, the white powder. Uh, yeah, bor- wasn't it Borax? It no, Borax is the cleaning no, stuff. no. Borax, it's not, it's, uh, I want to say it starts with a V. Chloroform? Flor- no. Yeah, no. No, chloroform is. That's, uh, that's. That'll that, make that's it like, pass out. That's, what did they send to the president? In, in, that's why I thought about it. I, if nothing uh, else, the Gopher basketball team will be entertaining this year. I 
it's I I wouldn't trust him in a close game. Let's put it that way. And now I'm gonna get Jake Jake what's his name Browning. I'm gonna I, the quarterback Jake Browning. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna get Browning. Uh, I have uh okay. While I can't you're looking the life that me up, remember what this is. I I can we start a I want Bryson. to start a Bryson. Oh yeah. I want to start a um. I thought it was Ryson. It was a it was a candle Bryson. advent calendar. Just showed up at my door. And you're wondering who sent you that? I eventually figured it out. It took me longer than I'd like to admit, though. Well, that is okay. awkward because the only thing I got in the mail today was a 401k thing for my work. So this is uh, now I'm now mom mom's on my uh my well, no we didn't send it. No, you that said wasn't... mom sent it. She did. Yeah, you have to you have to express your appreciation for candles. Well, you have to make I, that known. I lit a candle here. I have a candle I'm looking at right now in my apartment, and two. Oh, um, oh, wait a second. I know I was. Uh, the Gophers have just set the record for most. You gotta let it go. You gotta let the Gophers go. Speaking no, no, Gophers, I needed former Gopher Rashad Bateman scored a touchdown. Did he really? Yep. Nice. Wait, I have to just say something. They just set a Guinness Book record for the most attempted alley oops without succession. Did they just score it, Sam? Uh, I just thought about five. So I as I said it, it happened. What's the uh, score of the game? Twenty to ten. Yeah, oh, then it just happened. Then it hasn't happened on my TV yet. It's going to happen right now. <laughs> That's on my computer. That's one of my. Pet, oh no, it still hasn't happened. That was interference. A couple quick things, and then I got to get to this, Drew, because it's. Uh, and then I have a hypothetical question for you guys. One, I hate Amazon Prime. I hate the picture. I I just hate everything about it. it that's one. Two, uh, this show needs to start a movement. I think that all college basketball teams they should have matching shoes. They don't have to have the exact. They they just have to have the colors at least of their team. I I the Gophers have pink, orange. Green, it's ridiculous. But, oh, here comes the bait. It's third and eight. Here comes the bait. That happened 10 minutes ago to Sam. It's a uh, touchdown Bateman. He's correct. Yeah. I So on that topic, what I will say, they don't do a lot of things well. Georgetown always has matching shoes. Speaking of Georgetown, that's, thank you. I, I knew that's where you're going. That's, by the way, that's Did you read this? That's professional because I knew that's it where is. you were going. I cued I you, want you Sam. That was a professional. Story. By the way, Drew yeah. is in midseason form on the Georgetown tweets on game two. So it's it's pretty impressive. Three. By the way, three. And I went borderline viral today about what I think you're about to say. No, hold on. I have a tweet. Hold on. You were in midseason form on game two. <laughs> I was okay. worried that no one ever. Well, the. I, the, the, I, I'm assuming it's going to be about the same thing you are about to say, but I have a tweet today about Georgetown basketball, 3,500 views, 34 likes, four retweets and multiple replies. I got a guy. Okay. So that okay, I got a guy. So that's interesting. His Twitter name. And I don't make, feel bad saying this out loud because it's his Twitter name. It's right under my tweet. If you want to go find it. I got a guy mad at me. His Twitter name, Mexican mindset. I don't even know what that means. That's his That's the name he has on Twitter. His logo, his Twitter picture is the Mexican flag, but instead of you know the little like crest with the eagle they have in the middle, it's the Providence Friar logo 
with somebody's face photoshopped on it. Mexican mindset. That's who I got oh, mad I, at. Okay, I did see that. All right, so let me read this, what I need to read. But I, it's the first time I've ever seen anyone respond to your tweets. That's the interesting part. I get a couple. But, yeah, no, this one, this one did pop off a little bit. All right. Ed Cooley was forced to rant about journalism to try and distract people from the fact that he's a traitor and Georgetown is still a disaster of a program. That's from Barstool Sports. Yeah, I... I don't think I, I don't really feel the need to entertain that. Um, what I will say is, if you go look at the press conference, he's in a he he did an away press conference at Rutgers, who looks like they might be a pretty good team. Um, we lost. We're not supposed to be very good this year. We're not going to be very good this year. That's okay. That program was in the as as low as you could go, literally. It's going to take time, and that's okay. He received four questions in the press conference, two of which were from the same Georgetown reporter. So I, what do you want him to do? He brought three players out there. He had a room full of reporters. He He's like, I'm not going to come out here if you guys aren't going to ask me any questions. I don't think he did anything wrong. Now, if I back it up a little bit, could he have delivered Stop it? Probably. probably. Could he have probably... I'd say don't do it after a loss, but he's probably going to get questions after a win. Like, I, I don't know what else you want him to say. Like, tons of actual reporters respond like, I'm glad he said this because it's true. You got to just start asking wait, questions. Wait, wait, wait time out, Sam. Okay, uh, two things. <clears throat> the Mexican mindset, yeah. stop calling it a rebuild. He said it's not a rebuild. What a weird thing to get mad about. But wait, do you know, do you know Patrick? Two seven five two one. No idea who he is. Not a clue. Not okay. a clue. And then, and then why? And then what does this have to do with what you said? But he's asking for years while Patino is expected to win now. Is, well, is that's, so that was weird to me portal? too. That was what, what I that thought was to... weird too. Like, is is he defending Patino? Like, I didn't really get. Wait, the why do you care about Patino? Well, because he's because they both entered poor situations in the Big East, and everyone's like, but Patino's you didn't gonna have, be a... You didn't say anything. Oh, I see it. His point is Patino was came in with expectations of being a tournament team where Cooley is being allowed to be patient. But by the way, you have one guy. This is how a... stupid. This is how stupid Providence fans are. You have one guy saying Cooley's asking for years. What are you talking about? And then another guy saying he said it's not a rebuild. So which is it? Like, like you, you see what I mean? You have them arguing and mad for the sake of arguing and being mad because they had a coach leave for an objectively better higher ceiling program and they can't stand that and they can't stand that and that's fine i get it i understand why you're mad but they don't even make sense you have two guys saying the exact opposite things about the exact same person and yeah okay. he dragged uncle he dragged uncle rick into this i don't know what that was all about um who by okay. the way Next. by the way to that guy's point Lost by 20 to Michigan. Michigan was projected to be worse than Rutgers, and they beat North Texas by one point today, and they should have lost. It's hard. It's hard to take a program uh, that, by the way, St. John's won seven Big East games last year. We've won two in the last two years. So I think he should have a better chance. We have okay, polarized Mexican. the uh, Patino family, so I will, I'm going to stay and stand up. No, I'm pro Patino. I, I, I'm pro Patino. I have to be. Wait a second. Patino, or not Patino, Mexican mindset clearly is a pro. Is, is, yeah, no, they're is all upset, fans. But they're all just he, um, fans mad that Cooley left. 
at least you're I mean, he uh he tweeted the Cooley family is in shambles and then Isaiah Cooley that's called him a racist. No, it's the other yeah, way. Call around. him a racist. It's the other way around. It's the other way around. He Isaiah oh, Cooley oh. called Barstool racist, and then he responded saying the Cooley family. Oh, I thought he called Mexican mindset a racist. No, it's the other. The, the tweeting works the other way. I know what you're looking at. It works the other way. Okay, this is weird. Gross so Providence fans, Providence fans are Providence fans are the ones in shambles. Georgetown is happy to have a competent coach. We're happy to be looking forward, moving forward with a coach that has a positive track record. Any Georgetown fans who know ball have very, very low expectations for the year, and that's okay. Providence fans will not let it go. Like, let it go. Just root root for your own team. They'd rather root against us and Cooley than they would root for their own team because he left because you ask anybody that is unbiased and knows what they're talking about, Georgetown is a better program than Providence. Always has been, always will be. Ewing did everything he could to try and ruin that. And that all they see is the last two years, you guys were absolutely awful. You sucked. And it's like, well, why do you think we fired the coach? Because it's going to get better. Um, and in three years, we're going to be better and than them, without a doubt. And it, it, they'll look stupid. But you know what? Let them get their takes off. I, I just think it was funny that the, the what my tweet was about was, and then I'll, I'll get off my, my soapbox because then we'd have to, we're done with Georgetown basketball for the rest of the year. In the article, the guy wrote, how long of a rebuild is Ed Cooley planning? And my point was like, bro, it's been three games and they're missing one of their starters. One of their projected starters is hurt with a broken hand. Like, it's pretty hilarious. Like, how long of a rebuild are you planning when you've lost three games, one of which is to a potential tournament team? Like, that's not that big of a deal. No, um, no one's asking other teams that that have lost one of their early games. No one asked that about Patino to Patrick two seven five seven seven one two two's point when they lost to Michigan by twenty. They're just so mad. Providence ran. Uh, yeah, they they definitely seem mad. Uh, Michael Russo now is upset with Carissa Thompson. Yeah, but it's, on a bigger the, note, the Cincinnati Bengals are going to be in big trouble. Because they have the video of him wearing a wrist brace. They he was not on the injury report, and now he's done for the game. So, well, maybe he was healthy and then he re-injured it. You never know. Um, I have a hypothetical for you guys. And it's going to okay. take some thought. You can answer it later. Let's just say that the that the. Um, by the way. I think people owe me an apology. When I tweeted that it's never too late to be an astronaut, boy, now everybody's calling him an astronaut. So I'll astronaut. accept everyone's. What? Pass. Yeah, I was. No, I know I wasn't that clever. I should have been. My question is this: Let's say the pastronaut continues this play and the Vikings win like a game or two in the playoffs. It's a big F, but let's just say it happens. Do you two sign him next year or Cousins? So. I've talked a lot, so I'll let Sam give his full answer first. But when I said I have to walk a statement back, it's related to this. So, But I'll let Sam. All right. Go ahead. Well, <laughs> it is actually insane how it's on. This is actually might be the worst case scenario for the Vikings. Because you saw <laughs> you saw five passes out of Jaron Hall who looked like he was going to be a Hall of Famer. And then so could be. Well, going into the injury, we're like, all right, let's just see what we have in Jaron Hall. 
was we're going to re-sign Kirk Cousins. Everyone was all in on that. And then we see Jaron Hall seem like a Hall of Famer on his first drive, and then he gets knocked out. And then Josh Dobbs come in, and you're like, he is literally the greatest quarterback of all time. So this is the worst-case scenario for the Vikings, because whatever they do is going to people are going to be mad at, and it's somehow going to be the wrong decision. But all that to say, I honestly, I think we we still re-signed Kirk Cousins and that Paul's the backup. And I mean, that's I feel like that's what you got to go. Can't, why can't Why can't Why can't the organization the drafted Hall? He's their guy. He's he's their quarterback that they like, and he played super well. He's a young quarterback. This is what we've been wanting: a young quarterback to be a backup, and he can learn under Cousins for two years. Sign Cousins to a two-year contract, and then. All can take over if he's good. I mean, Dobbs, I also, Dobbs has been insane. I prefer the pocket scientist. Um, he's been unreal, and he's going to be great, but I don't think he's going to, he can have all the same magic in uh, year two if we resign him. So I think that's a good point. Could he really sustain it next year? But here's here's what I would say. Next the year, devil's ad- can he sustain it this year? Well, that's a devil's advocate argument. To your hypothetical, to get us to the playoffs and win a game or two, He'd have to play very well, I'd assume, right? If he plays to the level where he can achieve that, he's going to be expensive to resign. Well, we're in the playoffs right now. No, I know. But you'd still, we still got to be at least 500 throughout the year. Plus, if you win a game or two in the playoffs, you're beating a good team in the playoffs, probably on the road. But my point is, if he achieves that, he's going to command a pretty so- a pretty high salary. Is that probably not fair to say? I so, think. And you know Cousins' value is depressed by the injury. So what I don't think we know, and what I think the decision will come down to, excuse me, is what does Cousins' value decrease to because of the injury? And what does Dobbs' value increase to because of the level at which he plays? And I think that is going to drive the answer. I don't think we can decide that until we see how he plays the rest of the year. But it... I ironically said two weeks ago, I've never been more sure Kirk will be back next year. Now, I didn't think we'd have a Hall of Fame quarterback on the roster, but we might have two. So I have well, to walk that statement back a little bit. But I think I think if he plays at that level, it's going to be a complex discussion because they're not the, the difference in cost isn't going to be that different then. So do you take Dobbs, who seems to be good enough, if not just plain, out, plain old good, at a slightly cheaper price? I don't know. Well, it's only been two games, so we... No, of course. Let me ask, but you, so you, how you, many teams... you support the hypothetical. No, I know. How many... Is this the... I'm not being funny. Is it the sixth or... I've heard two different things. Is this Dobbs' ninth team he's been on, or sixth? I, I don't know, but all that really matters is he's only ever played for three. Well, think about this logically. Um... Yeah, he's only played for three. But he, if this is his ninth Or team, I guess maybe four, because he started two games for Tennessee last year. So four. There's 32 teams. No, I think he's been on at least six teams. But No, he's, been on, he's been on six or whatever it is, but he's, he's played in games okay. for four. There's 32 teams in the NFL. If he's already been on nine and then a bunch of other ones don't need a quarterback, there's not, he might be cheaper than you think. But I, to me, I think if I'm, if I'm with Sam, I would sign cousins, but I'm going to tell you something. I don't think cousins wants to play here. 
I think they're not going to be able to sign him because he won't play here. I think he's 100% going to San Francisco. Done deal. But I, if I'm the Vikings, I, I don't sign him. I, 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 he's the guy. I, I don't even know San Francisco is the money to sign him though. Well, he might give them a discount. I don't think he's given the Vikings anything, which kind of, and he never has to this point. He's never. All these other quarterbacks have reworked their contract, and he hasn't. So I don't know. My feeling. But is then, why would he give it to San Francisco? Because, like, I, I actually they, agree with you. I don't like. It, it is very I, clear, Kirk. I, I, I love Kirk. He's been good. He's only gotten better. He's a, a great player to be a fan of. He's funny, all of that. But his career has always been about maximizing his pay. I mean, there's no debating that. So why would he all yeah. of a sudden give a random team a, a discount? I guess because they're good. Is that? I mean, but does he? It doesn't seem to be that he really. He cares well, he's about winning. He's not, he's not out there like chasing championships. Maybe there because there's the well, one team that could 100% win the Super Bowl. Well, that's the, I think Kirk actually loves Minnesota. It's a perfect place for Kirk. Uh, oh, I agree. Fans are starting to turn around on it. The fans like him now. Like, he loves the city, or loves the community. Good connection with the community. His family's settling down there. But San Francisco is a perfect place for him to go and win a Super Bowl. So, I mean, I guess that. But then they, you know, have, the, they have the decommit from Purdy, who they claim is their guy, who I, I don't still claim is the worst quarterback in the NFL. But what? Sam, you are going to cause problems with that text. Oh, that was on purpose. I know. She's sleeping. She came home from Charlotte at like three in the morning, so she's sleeping. But yeah, when she wakes up in the middle of the night. Um, <laughs> you, you can uh, just, I was hoping to get a live reaction on the show, but you can send me the reaction. I remember. I, I actually I actually remember the calendar now. Uh, but um, but oh, so the reason my hypothetical was so brilliant is iron like i think cousins is the last two years has played better than he's ever played in his entire life but he's absolutely. always what i said absolutely agreeing yeah but the thing that was always said about him is he's just missing that where we always think he's going to get in trouble when he panics is he can't move ironically the only reason we've won the last two games is because Dobbs can move. So it's a really interesting hypothetical. I mean, there's no I, question. The only Cousins the only is thing, better than Dobbs. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's no question. Duh. But we've won the last two games strictly by doing what we've always complained Cousins can't do. Having said that, I'd still rather have Cousins. But I think it's also safe to say, to your point, like, we probably still win those games just in a different way. Maybe, them. yeah. Who knows? Like, because these defenses weren't bad that we've been that Dobbs was doing this against. No, but Kirk's been doing his thing against good defenses as well. No, I'm not. I I'm saying I'd rather have Kirk. I'm just saying it's a very inter, very interesting that all the things we've said he can't do are the reasons we've won the last two games. Now you're right. right. Maybe we would have blown him away anyways. I don't. Well, know. I don't think. I mean, we didn't really blow either team out. We still had a very Vikings game against the Saints. But I think my, the weird thing about Kirk versus Dobbs in terms of styles is. When Kirk goes out there and puts up 27, 28 points and we win by seven or eight or whatever we end up winning by, like he does it in a way where it's really not flashy because he can't move. Whereas Dobbs, you know, scrambles, runs, all this and that. But like on a few of those plays, I bet if you run the tape back, like there's probably open guys he could just throw in the wall to, which is what Kirk would have done. Like the end result has been the same 
one is probably more sustainable, and that's probably, you know, Kirk just throwing the ball to open guys versus Dobbs running around. That's probably why Dobbs hasn't really ever stuck anywhere. But I'll tell you what, for a shorter period of time when you have absolutely nothing to lose because you have 17 guys hurt, like, it's a lot more fun to have Dobbs at this point. Now, if we had real aspirations, I'd probably want Kirk because he's a, he's a bit more between the lines, and that's kind of what you need over the total recklessness. But uh, like I said, we got nothing to lose, so it's fun. It's it's fun, I'll tell you that much. They're never boring, are they, the Vikings? No. Uh, no including including the what, what, Sam? I was going to go ahead. Well, I was going to say, including last game, when you thought for the first time in three years they were going to blow someone out, and they came down to the end again. So well, you're right. The never- I, I, I usually turn the game off at halftime one way or the other, and I have to turn it back on in the fourth quarter. <laughs> I mean, and that one was not – that one was like we were one or two just bad defensive plays and a missed field goal and a badly timed penalty, like – well, here's the other thing. It's just they find a way. They, the Vikings always find a way to keep it close. If 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 uh, I almost called him Blair Walsh because that's what I think of now with him. If he Joseph makes that field goal, now. I know that's why he's on my mind because I saw that. Oh. If he makes the field goal, if they don't call no, a ticky tack holding, you know that's I, you're right. But also if they don't call a ticky tack holding penalty on Chandler's touchdown, like we're not right. even having a it was close discussion. So I you know. And um, we had probably one or two picks that we just didn't make the play. I mean, that's part of it. But Well, here's – yeah, so this goes back years. It doesn't matter. The defense – the Vikings defensive backs, and I don't even know how far the – that ball that what's-his-name threw all the way across the field, I would have intercepted that. that. There's no that doubt in my mind. No doubt in my mind. Back and, they, and they did make two. They made, they made two or, plays. Or I would have at least right. – I would have at least knocked it down. But that play has happened to the Viking defensive backs back when they played in Mets Stadium. I don't know what it is. You talk about a curse. Our defensive yeah. backs are either cursed or just always suck. That was ridiculous. Now, yeah, granted, and it could have, and that was huge at the time. Yeah. Um, I'm going to turn around and made two good plays on the ball. So no, it's I, hard understand, to I understand, but they still came down to the wire. No, absolutely. But that's my point. Like, even if those plays. Even if they still don't make that play, if we either make the field goal or they don't call that crappy holding penalty, like it doesn't really come down to the wire. That's just the oh, Vikings. I, I, they always find a way. I, I get it. I, I'm going to ask you guys something quick, and I'm not going to bring them up again. I, just when you get a chance, you need to go watch the replay of the Gopher game. Now, I don't know how it's going to end, although I'm – You got to stop talking about the Gopher basketball game. No. You, Missouri you, game you, ha- you have – no, no. I'm not. I'm not complaining. This is this game is they're winning by 14 points, by the way. This is the definition of a train wreck. You have never in your life seen a basketball game like this. I, I'm not I'm not kidding. They threw one alley-oop into the band. They You you can't even believe what you're watching when you see it. I'm just telling you for hey, your whatever own. Whatever they're doing, uh, it's working. I, I know for your own entertainment. That's what I'm telling you. You guys need to watch that. Um, so, all right. Well, now the Vikings go Sunday night football. Cousins, Cousins, as you know, doesn't do well on Sunday night. Wait, he's not playing. What? Ha- I mean, Denver all of a sudden is the best team in the NFL. It's got to end at some point. Though, when right? are, hold on. When are people going to start talking about primetime Joe Burrow's like 0-20 record? 
Well, he's yeah, it, and now he can't even finish the game. No, it's it's, it's I saw it. He's zero and five on the road at night and five and zero at home on the yeah, road. Yeah, five and zero at night. I, I guess why it. they're not going to talk about it because he's been well, to the Super Bowl. Now he's zero and six on the road. That's a good point. He's been to the Super Bowl, though. That helps. It does. Like, it I, does feel like Cousins, if, I feel like if Cousins... I feel like if Cousins would have gone to the Super Bowl, then no one would have really cared about anything else. <laughs> or anyone, actually, for that matter. Um, Denver, Sunday night. That could be a meat grinder, as they say. I'll be, uh, I'll be watching it with you, Dan. Oh, yes, that's right. I'll be yeah. I'll be home in time from the basketball tournament. And then the following Monday, there's a decent chance you'll be at the game. Just me and you? No, I'm. Just... No. Whoa! Did you, Drew? Did you fall off the couch? No. I just picked someone picking something up. Sounded like you fell. It's uh, pretty no, dumb. Think... What? I said, it's going to be pretty tough uh, to be watching a Vikings game with just me and you. At the game? Yeah. I think I think someone else might go, too. Does uh, Jamar Chase still play? Or did he go, when Burrow went out, did he go out, too? Because they the refused. Because the AJ, because what's his name? Uh, Adam Cole um, gets every pass. Well, oh, my uh, God. He's in I, the running I cannot even begin to describe to you guys the knockdown drag out argument I found myself in the middle of fantasy football related and that Adam Cole lookalike, Trent Irwin, for anyone, no one has no idea what we're talking about except for us, was somehow involved in like the biggest debate of the season in my fantasy football league. And part of it was because this dude doesn't know the rules. So this guy has been begging for a tight end or a running back for like four weeks. He's won a couple games, making his way back into the playoffs, whatever. I have, my tight ends are Sam Laporta and Evan Ingram. Good tight ends. Mm-hmm. He offers when? me, on, on Wednesday, yesterday, he offers me um, Jahan Dotson and Amari Cooper, so a commander's wide receiver and a guy who no longer has a quarterback for right. Evan Ingram. I accept it. I don't need both of them. Laporte has already had his bye. Like, bolster my receiving core. Great. Trade. Today, it, it, our trades take two days to go through because they could get Why? vetoed, whatever. They could get vetoed. They could get vetoed? Yeah. You need, oh, like, okay. I think, I think if 75, per, I don't know. I don't know the percentage. If a, if a, a significant majority of the league decides to veto it, you can veto the trade. I think oh, it's just, God. like, 50%. I don't know what it is. No one ever does. No one ever has. No one ever does. But, like, this guy doesn't know that. It's his first year in the league, whatever. And he doesn't really know how the adding, dropping, like, he's winning in spite of himself. He's my former uh, former freshman year and former first year of New York roommate. Oh. Uh, Yep, you've, you've encountered him before. So just imagine him on the other half of this conversation. So... Instead of texting me directly when this trade hasn't gone through, when the trade clearly says we'll process Friday, November, whatever, at whatever time, uh, he texts our group, our fantasy football group, and is like, 
what the heck is up i'm using it was more colorful language than this but i'm cleaning it up for wfnu 94.1 fm frogtown community radio cleaning it up for him. okay he basically goes what the heck is going on with this trade why why how do i set my lineup before tonight what's going on and i'm like okay, he's well, got a nobody, point i go nobody you traded is playing is playing tonight okay. lineups don't lock until the guys play It'll process on Friday. You'll have two days to set your lineup. And he goes, <laughs> I'm going to read you this directly because it's kind of funny. He goes, vetoed by who? Mama Kamala? And then he just goes into this rant about highly sensitive to whether this happens or not. This is dumb. I want out. Hit veto. Who vetoes? And I go, they're still in your lineup because it'll process tomorrow. Anyone can veto. No one will. But meanwhile, it's a public forum. Once it goes through, you can set your lineup for Sunday. But now he's like going back and forth. He's like, I'm dr- I'm dropping and adding players based on the fact that it'll go through. I need to pick up other people because those people will play tonight. This stupid Bengals wide receiver. How do I plan for this? I legit need to change my lineup. Blah 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 blah. blah. Meanwhile, the idiot he's talking about that he is so stuck on getting into his lineup and so focused on getting into his lineup is Adam Cole's twin brother. But in his defense, he's the only guy that he's throwing to. Yeah, he's got two catches. That's fine. Well, but then I say, so what, like, what, what? So I go, what else? So then I go, wait. But you are. Here's the best part. I go, I go. He's in your lineup. What's the issue? Like, who else do you try? Are you trying to pick up that's playing tonight? And he goes, well, nobody. I go, so what's the problem? He goes, well, I got to pick the guy up tomorrow once I'm missing a roster spot, which is true because he's trading me too. I'm trading him one. And I go, so what you're telling me? is you are concerned that whoever you are trying to pick up in week 10 or 11 to fill out your final lost roster spot, no, no, will be picked up between now and like the beginning of the day tomorrow by somebody when no one has put in a waiver claim for him, no one has tried to pick him up. And he's like, yes, that's exactly my concern. And I go, okay, well, here's an option. You're carrying two defenses and Julio Jones, who has three catches in three weeks. How about you drop one of them? And he goes, no, nah, dude, Julio's going to go off. And I'm like, you know what? I'm done. And well, I literally also go, an option. Maybe not tell the entire league who you want to pick yes. up. Uh, yes. who you, who, well, he never said. He never said, to be fair. But I'm like, why okay. are you arguing about this in front of everybody? Because you're right. Now people are going to go do whatever. So finally, sorry, then, my, then I'm done. I say to him, I go, first off, you dropped one guy to pick up one guy. That is not dropping people left and right. And on Friday, it'll be fine. You'll have your whole roster. Second, if you didn't air this publicly, nothing would have happened. And third, if you want to cancel it, go ahead. I'm in first place in the league. You're the one fighting for the playoff spot. You offer the trade. You're the one that's been begging for the tight end for four weeks. You need it more than me. Go ahead and cancel it. And then he just goes, not really, dude. And I'm like, all right, man, I'm out. You want, like, it's sitting there. Do what you want with it. And then he goes, easy to hide behind your keypad with no action. And he goes, I'm in for the championship, not the league's first place. I go, me too, man. Me too. And it's the lamest trade of all time. It's Evan Ingram for Jahan Dotson and Amari Cooper. It's the least significant fantasy football trade ever. And this went on for hours. Hours. Why isn't he? He should be mad with the people that uh, aren't, aren't allowing the trade to go through. No one, but that's the thing. Like, it, it'll just go through on Friday. It'll go through oh. tomorrow, and everything will be fine. He is so fixated on whoever he is. I can't wait to see who it is. 
whoever he wants to pick up to fill out what will be the empty roster spot, he is so concerned that they won't be there tomorrow. That's what this is all about. And I can't even um, imagine who that person is. Well, while we're talking fantasy, if there's anyone in my league listening, I'm I'm offering a trade for a Jamar Chase because I don't think he even plays anymore. He he left with when Burrow left. I'm I might pick up Adam Cole at this point. Um. Uh, speaking of fantasy, uh, I think Sam's gonna probably was about to say this. At this point, there's literally like no. If you have to pick someone up, you're in trouble. No, I I'm the commissioner in the league, and I this year I made our bench one less guy, just for this reason. So you can actually pick a guy up when you have seven guys get injured. And I'm so thankful I did it. And in that league, I've actually only had four injuries, so I don't need it that bad. Um, but in our other league that we combined, Dad, I think we have eight guys on the bench. And I've had seven injuries, I- five out for the year, two on the IR. Um, there's literally no one to pick up. In that league? To Sam's point, And you Drew? can't trade in that league. You can't trade in that league, and you can only have two quarterbacks. In the leagues, Drew, This I would never do this otherwise. But we have so many roster spots. I have two kickers, two defenses, and I have, and I still have one spot available to pick whoever I went up. And I never had an issue fielding a team. There's way too many spots. I'm waiting so when we can pick uh, up the third it's... quarterback. I literally have an empty spot on my team. With two defenses and feels like yeah, you're sort it's, of rubbing rubbing it in Sam's face. It's kind of rude. Sam beat me. No, yeah, I he's, lost got, in, he's got injury. I think problems. I lost by seventy. Well, yeah, no, I beat Sam. To the people whose our projected matchup between Dad and I was going supposed to be 140 points. Dad's team scored 110 and I scored 50. <laughs> <laughs> I had and and my bench scored zero. Every I think I we said that. And my bench scored 70. Yeah, no. Well, I had no one on my bench playing. My entire bench was out on either injured or bye. No, I had um, three guys out on my bench and still outscore my starters. It was ridiculous. But uh, fancy, I did pull off. I might quit after after last week too. It's not that I'm in first place in, in two of them. It's not that enjoyable though. Maybe it's the injuries. Maybe it's the lack of. It's almost too much work, but. I did pull off the trade. I got I I got uh, Puka for uh, Christie. I mean for Murray. And I, I I'm trying to trade Kyler Murray too in the league. I have him and um. Well, the guy I got to him trade, strictly to trade him. Yeah, exact same. And the guy I'm trying to trade it with, I haven't heard from in seven years, so it, it's not going well. <laughs> um, he's not the one guy in the league that uh, um. Never mind. Jamar well, Chase has one catch for that we, that Hopefully he at least right. know how the rules work because I'm trying to trade with the guy who doesn't know how the, the rules work. Oh, he definitely knows how the rules work. He's, he's a good the, player. By the way, this league that I'm talking about is the one that I sent to my roster to you guys at the beginning of the year and you didn't you thought I was playing with 12-year-olds. It's, well, yeah, it's, no, by, far, it's, it's by far the greatest fantasy team I've ever drafted in my life. And it's it's and I'm I'm 7 and 3 First in the league, most points scored by a country mile. And I and I'm working, working overtime to keep keep this team. Keep this team moving forward. But it's by far the and this is all by the way with Herbert stinking up the joint. Right. It's insane. But even no, like I, I said in draft, I, I am 
three weeks ago, picked up a young man. Name's Tank Dell. You know what he's done the last two weeks? Well, only because my guy has been hurt. I've uh, I drafted that guy, by the way. Still on the roster? Dropped him in like week three and then picked him back up in like week six. So I I have him again. Yeah, I I've just been I've just been working it and and I just This is the first I, league I will, I, I will inevitably lose, and that's the sad part, but it's well, by far the great, it's the greatest team I've ever drafted in the history of fantasy football. No, I'm with you. Uh, my... uh, go, go ahead. Oh well, no, I just say, you go. Ahead. This is awkward. This is so this uncomfortable. Is no, you uh, go. No, I'm gonna go. You go. All right, I'll go. Yeah, you go. I was gonna speaking of the guys I drafted. Uh, keep in mind again, this is the league I probably have scored 50 points in uh, every week. Uh, I did draft Jalen Warren for this moment, and I hope every <laughs> listener, member of the orchard that we have listened to me, that Jalen Warren was going to be the starter in week four. Uh, it wasn't quite week four. We waited six six weeks longer than we thought, but uh, week 10, Jalen Warren's a starter, and I hope you hope you stashed him like I did. I know, Dad. Um, it's been a long and deserving journey for you, and I'm happy for you. Can I... Um... I know I can't talk gophers anymore, but there's a guy in Missouri that just had a temper tantrum and uh, took his jersey off, and the coaches are trying to console him, and I think he's possibly going to shoot somebody. <laughs> like, he, he, oh, he, he punched, he hit the referee. He literally hit the referee and got kicked out of the game. I didn't see this part. I just watched the replay. He hit the referee. He's got a man bun, if that helps the case. And now he's arguing with his coach. The coach has his arms caressing his cheeks. The guy's crying. He just hugged well, the coach. The guy will I never hope, play in the NCAA again. The cheeks on his face. You got I, wait to see the clip of this. On he bumped the referee. The fans are cheering for him as he's leaving the building. By the way, wow, <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. Uh, before we get off him, because we got to talk Timberwolves for the first time ever. Uh, I here's will my bench. talk another sport that Drew and I have stakes in, but Tim rolled first. All right, here's my bench. I I didn't. Even, I'm not even playing DJ Moore this week. I should have played him instead of Chase because he's terrible. But DJ uh, Moore sucks. He's like the fourth rated receiver. But yeah, not lately. Right. Well, well not with now with Tyson Bajan, or whatever you want to call him. I don't know what you even think his name is. He's gone. He's gone. He's, uh, what's his name? He's back. All right, let's, uh, well, uh, forget is my he? fantasy. Is he? Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah, he's back. That's <laughs> why I almost, that's why I was going to play him, but, um, I mean, I got Puka, I got Chase, I got Gibbs, ETN. The guy, the worst guy on my team is my starting quarterback, Her- Herbert. I know. To, he's my quarterback Sam on, Howell. On, on, he's my quarterback on the greatest show on, Gamecast or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I might have to go see I actually picked up Kyler, though, like two weeks ago. I'm just ahead of the game this year. I'm just all over it. Well, you, I, you are. I had I had Herbert, Kyler, Murray, and Howell. I, got I, Murray I, I dropped Fields. somebody for, for Murray. I don't remember who it was, but. I traded. All right, let's do we do you want to talk your sport first, Sam, or or Timberwolves? Sam and I are one game away from a grudge match. Yeah, a rematch from two years ago. Yep. The women? 
Yeah. Women's soccer, Santa Clara, nine straight years winning a game in the NCAA tournament. Absolute powerhouse, uh, seventh ranked. Again, of course, we're ranked too, too low. But if we win and the Lady Hoyas win, uh, we'll be facing off in the next round. Lady Hoyas are the three seed. They have St. Louis University. Uh, oh, the Billikens. Yeah. If I could we quickly... We have oh, the Nitt- Nittany Lions. Oh. The okay. Georgetown yeah. men are the number four overall seed in the men's soccer. Nice. Uh, they play newly crowned athletic powerhouse James Madison. Uh, what is? Put, I don't understand. It feels like a team of you. destiny situation there that I don't know if we're, we can get past. Can we also, just say uh, how stupid that ends? Go ahead, Sam. Well. Continue your saying about saying how stupid the NCAA is because it goes off what I'm about to say. Okay. Can we just say, and then we, uh, uh, well, we, I can li- just leave it as how stupid the NCAA is. But this this rule, because I'm very good friends with the University of St. Thomas coach. I, I don't know if you guys are aware of that. And they're banned from postseason play. What's, if you go D1 and you make the play, what, what, I don't understand it. Like, what, oh, it makes what, no who sense. are they? Oh, I just saw this. I saw this replay. I, this is a little soft. He bumped the referee. Well, first off, he should have never teed him up in the first place. All he did was complain, and he gave him a pretty quick tech, and I think it was a very light bump. And I actually think he bumps because the ref is trying to Time out a second. So you mean to tell me it's okay to bump the ref if you barely do it? He clearly did it on purpose. I, I, see, I don't see it no. that way. He got right next to him and bumped him. That he was, was very- already right next to the ref. If you look, when he gets up from the floor, which is what he was on the floor because he probably got fouled, the ref is six inches from him and then How walks into him. And by the way, here, here's my problem with the whole situation. That happens. The ref stares the kid down as he walks three quarters of the way across the court, and then he decides to call the technical. That's my problem with it. If you actually make By the, way, the guy and you see that problem, you call it right then and there. Yeah, I don't know. Big ref show. Big ref the show. Guy, look at that guy. He was pretty nutty looking. By the way, the Gophers might win the NCAA. The, the, the second technical is called, the guy is at the free throw line. He's he, walking he halfway across him. the court. So if he bumps him, that's an automatic technical. Call it right then and there. Why is the well, ref turning and staring at the kid as he walks halfway across the court? All right, I... I, I don't think it was real defense. I, I, you're right about that. Game. You don't ever know. Yeah, look, when you see the guy, Sam, you know he's guilty without even no, knowing I mean, what he did. No, I mean, this guy is, uh, we need to, we need to, <laughs> I hope they have, I hope they have, you know, I should do it, I say. You're, you're right. No. He looks like a psycho. He's coming, he's coming back up the, t- up the stairs with a gun. There's no question yeah, well, in my mind. Felt, there's going to be a shooting at Williams Arena tonight. This yeah, guy's so packed. Yeah, it's a poor taste to say that, but yeah, that's kind of what I was Oh, calling. that's bad. You're right. Well, no one listens. Um, um, no one. But the NCAA well, yeah, no. keeping these, keeping these, and then you'll get a year apart. Keeping these teams out just because they just joined the league. If you qualify, you qualify. Go ahead, Sam. You can. Well, that's the thing. JMU met every requirement that the NCAA requires to be in the playoffs, and just a year early, and they still right. won't let them in, which is stupid. Who cares how long it takes them to meet the requirements? It shouldn't even have a timeline. It should be whenever you I, do it, whether that's five years or it's half a year. If I well, can add can one come... more one more piece to yeah. that, I, I don't know what they were doing in other sports before this year, but, like, why can soccer play in the tournament? 
I don't know. I mean, University like of St. Thomas has run into the same thing. I guess, what do you, you can come play D1 as long as you're not good for five years. I don't understand that. I, but I don't, like, is it sport by sport? Maybe they were a D1 soccer team already. I, I don't, I, I mean, maybe that's the case. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know. No, but they're not a lot they were D1 in, either. I know, but so soccer they are. So they must have been a soccer D1 team already. I feel already, like maybe? James Madison was, I feel like James Madison was in it for basketball, weren't they? Maybe it was George Mason. George Mason. Uh, do they know he, I wonder if George Mason and James Madison knew each other. It, it feels far. like they would. Oh, they it totally feels like they would. Yeah, back they in the totally day. Yeah, totally. Um. Okay. Do we? I mean. Well, I, and I then think it's quickly. A, how dumb yeah. the NCAA is. The Santa Clara men's soccer team won the West Coast Conference and are still not in the tournament. How is that possible? Yeah. How is that possible? I'd love to know. Granted, we, only have a had a five, we only had a 500 record, but we won the West Coast Conference. Well, why have a tournament if you get nothing out of it? Well, that's, I think that's it, was a little... re- it was regular season in soccer. So I'm going to give you guys a little history lesson. I think they probably knew each other. I think they definitely knew each other. I bet they had beef, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to okay. play some history on everybody here. Did and then one we fight talk... for the Confederacy? No, a little earlier than that. No, just we're talking James, James Ma- Madison and George Mason. That's correct. James Madison was the fourth U.S. president, if you didn't know that. Well, uh, everyone does. Madison is hailed as the father of the Constitution for his pivotal role in drafting and promoting the Constitution of the United States and the Bill of Rights. He's the only one. He was the only one with a pen, I heard. Significant, right? George yeah. Mason, delegate to the U.S. Constitutional Convention of 1787. They probably ran into each other there, right? Get this. One of three delegates present who refused to sign the Constitution. He didn't have a pen. George Mason and James Madison need to play each other every single year, and they need to play for something. The pen. Because that. The pen. Yeah, a pen. I don't care what it is, or maybe not a, a pen. pen. Because, like. Well, good point. Maybe they, they should have a fictitious Constitution, pen. and if James Madison wins. George Mason is forced to sign the Constitution, and if George Mason wins, they get to they get to not sign it. I would watch okay. that every year. I'm in. I would watch that every year. It feels like they should play each other. They probably do. Here's a little. How's that for a little history lesson for you on A to A this week? That's not bad. I mean, I did broach the question if they knew each other. It's that was so coincidental. You'd have thought we planned it, but I promise. I swear to God, I just well, it. I can promise you in the. 20 years of this show we have never planned anything so we got about three minutes most. left well uh, we got to talk about rudy getting choked out i was just saying well you can talk about that i also ted i want you to say something nice about the timberwolves i think they've deserved it uh no i would say that they uh uh they've been very entertaining i would say that their deep bench is definitely helping them and i would also say that they got screwed to go have to play a team like Golden State back to back and then turn around the next day and have to. I mean, they, they you knew there was zero chance they could have ever beat Phoenix. In that Never, game, and, and I don't. Think and it's not. And it's not just that. It was that Phoenix had two full days rest too. Yeah, that, there was that was just ridiculous. But uh, no, I mean, I as of today, I mean, you can't complain by what they're doing. They've also had an exceptionally tough schedule. Like I don't think people. By the way, I. No, and this road schedule. Now, granted, they don't have to play some of these teams again till March, which is nice. Yeah, 
I no, by the, the way, Vegas, I the NBA scheduling makes absolutely zero sense. But they've had to play Miami, play playoff team. Atlanta, good but not great team. Denver, Denver, Boston, Golden State twice, and Phoenix all in their first 11 games. Like, that's an incredibly tough schedule. They have the number one defense, and that is against the, like, their strength of competition offensively is number one in the league. Like, that's incredible, to be fair. And by and the way... Um, I just want to play the Wizards, you know? Can we just, like, get a break? Go play the well, Wizards? No, this is, so here's what I... This is, well, two things on this. One... All the teams that won Tuesday night, that won their whatever this tournament's called, us, Philly, the Lakers, uh, they all lost the next game. Yeah, I think they did. Well, I, I, actually, I think but, Denver won. But yeah, you're right. But the Timberwolves, this is where the this is where I will say if the if this does not happen, then I will change my opinion on the Timberwolves. So the Timberwolves are going to play all these tough teams, and they've done beyond well against them. By the way, OKC is beating Golden State by 15, so there's my point. Well, I think Steph's still hurt, isn't he? Yeah, and oh yeah, and Green's out. But here's my here's where the Timberwolves will be different. These are the these are the nine guys that have played so far: Dario Saric, Jonathan Kuminga, Andrew Wiggins, Chris Paul, Clay Thompson, who's one of five, Kevon Looney, Corey Joseph, who's the worst NBA player I've ever seen, Gary Payton the second. And Sam, my guy, your guy, yeah, Santa well, Clara. A, guy. He well, hasn't taken a shot Santa yet. Though. What's guys. he doing? Hey, why don't we say goodbye to KFA? Santa Clara guy w- against Santa Clara guy. By the way, should we say Santa goodbye Clara to Santa Clara crime? Yeah. So here's so where the only thing I'll say I before was... you continue, and go Sam, ahead. we gotta let Sam talk Santa Clara on Santa Clara crime. But oh yeah, Oklahoma go ahead. City's go. also been pretty good to be fair like they're a good team oh yeah sam go ahead i was gonna say i was invited to go to uh the santa clara versus santa clara game uh but i chose you guys instead instead of uh our dad and i's friend jalen williams oh yeah Uh, we're good friends the good news is knowing the nba scheduling they probably play each other tomorrow so true (laughs) um oh my uh, god oh my god what saturday november 18th Golden State versus Oklahoma City, 8.30 p.m. Yeah, I don't understand. That's I'm not one joking. Of those. And that's a tournament game, I bet. No, tournament games are Fridays, Tuesday, Fridays. It so, makes no, no sense, and unfortunately, I'll be on a plane uh, to the homeland. So Golden State has – here's a great scheduling quirk for you. We have five straight road games right now. Golden State is in the mix of six straight home games. It's only against four different teams. Because they played us twice and Oklahoma City twice. And then between November 30th and December 14th, they only have four games because the in-season tournament's in the middle there. But in a four-game stretch, they play the Clippers three times. What what were the schedule makers smoking? It makes absolutely I I don't get it. They didn't root. They made the in-season tournament, and then they didn't understand how to schedule a tournament within a season. But and like they're, they're just regular season crazy. games, like. Well, the tournament, the regular season games. I mean, the tournament games count for the regular season. You guys told me. They do. But that's why the so, scheduling makes even less sense. And I'm not asking to like not play them in a short period of time, but like. We played 
Um, who did we play before? The Spurs. We went Spurs, Golden State. Then that was go a tournament the, game. Yeah, then go play the Suns. Then go play either LA team or Sacramento, and then go back to the Warriors, and no one would think twice about it. Well, that's the thing. California has four NBA teams, I think, off the top of my head, and it is a 45-minute flight to the from LA to San Francisco, and probably a 10-minute flight from Sacramento to Sacramento from San Francisco. It you don't need to stay in Golden State to play them twice in a row. No. So dumb. So dumb. And they let Golden State, by the way, they're going to lose all of them, so it doesn't matter because they got guys hurting. That team, the the fall from grace of that team is pretty sad. But they're going to they're gonna lose all four. They're going to play us twice, Oklahoma City twice, and probably lose all four. But all right, so nothing. here's what I'm going to – we got to talk about the incident, and then – but and we don't have to dwell on it. But here's what I'll say about the Timberwolves. In the past, the old Timberwolves, and we'll see if they're the old or the same. They would go play. They'd start off hot. They're eight and three or whatever they are. They're beating the oh, best be teams fair. in the. They never start off hot. Okay, I'm, it's like their best ten games gonna know start in like twenty years. But I know you're, you're going to know I'm where just, I'm going. I'm with just, this. And just imagine if they didn't blow like a forty point I'm, lead to a they'd be, terrible. They'd, lead, they'd be first in the. They'd, they'd lead the the conference straight up. They'd be tied with right. Denver, and we'd have the tiebreaker. They would be leading the conference. But um, but I will change my tune on the Timberwolves. On what one condition and one condition only, they're they're beating all these teams. When if they go back home and they who's the worst team in the league? I don't even Charlotte. Washington. I don't you pick a team. Washington. Washington. So and that they, was the, my joke. Yeah, and if they go home and play Washington and lose, and then go to Washington and lose, and then or, or Memphis, but yeah, or Memphis, and they could play all these crappy teams and lose like they used to. If they don't do that. Then I will change my tune on the Timberwolves. So I'm they not saying they're not good. Play, they don't play Memphis at home until January. They play oh. Charlotte at home in January. Well, the Bulls suck. I mean, they're trying to get rid they of. They don't play. Game. They don't play Washington at home. Well, they probably only play them twice. They play. Yeah, and well, here's the thing about this Timberwolves team that makes me seem a little different. One, they're literally the best team in the league in, on defense. And two, which they haven't done. Uh, Ever. forever especially when they had uh the defensive genius who sh- apparently should have been a head coach but uh there's a reason he can't be a head coach because one he sucked uh he sucks as a defensive genius and two he sucks as a defensive genius you, uh, by the way i'll give you I'm one guess see. what team he's a currently an assistant coach for uh the nets <laughs> the wizards <laughs> oh. well oh, okay maybe that's number three why he shouldn't be a head coach um and and but the old Timberwolves team, teams would never come back and win against that Golden State team after all the stuff that happened. They would have given up and right. playing bad, uh, and all that stuff going on. They would have never won that game. So that makes me seem this team is a little different. And they're actually, I mean, but like I, I mean, I texted you guys this stuff too, and they just they playing through Ant, which they should. Cats them playing well as a sidekick, too much. I would hate. I hate to admit he's playing well. Uh, he's playing well. Like Nas Reed was horrible that game. And that game was a huge win, and it makes me think this team's a little different. And you got the role player seven of Conley's hitting big shots, which you need. A, you need some guy like him a veteran to hit shots. I mean, he's not Ray Allen or anything, but him doing that's a game changer. 
Drew's guy NAW is playing pretty well. McLaughlin's hurt. Come thank not. God. And uh, I mean, I think they're fun to watch. But Gobert has been unbelievable too. Yeah. Well, they probably won that injured. game. They probably won that game because they won the game before when, when uh, what's his name was doing everything he could to get after Ant, and it just didn't work. Yeah, Draymond. I. Yeah. You knew they were. He was going to do something stupid. But. But yeah. Um. No, Sam. By I, the way, I, I couldn't. Oh, go ahead, Dad. Remember when I said to watch the Gopher game? God, don't bother. Uh, did you see that stat? You know how, yeah, it's, it's a disaster. The, um, the only thing I was, before you go, the only, I was, I completely agree with Sam. And I, I think to both of your points, there's so many like Timberwolf isms from the past years of, they always, you know, fell apart with this. They can never overcome that. And to, I think Sam's right. They've overcome a lot of those so far, but to your point that the last one kind of remaining is a soft part of the schedule that, you know, they should easily cakewalk through that. Um, they need to just really pay attention right. and, and, you know, take care of business. I don't, I don't they know. They love playing stretch. up or down to their competition. Yeah. I don't, right. there's not really well, so. a, an upcoming stretch for that. Like they have three home games in a row, but they're against three good teams. Like I, there's not a clear opportunity for that. I don't think until like, in January, they got some bad teams in a, in a row. I don't know when Ja comes back, but in January, they have Detroit, who's terrible, Memphis, who right now is terrible, Oklahoma City's good, but then Charlotte and Washington and Brooklyn and San Antonio. Like, that's a pretty bad stretch. Not all at home, but... Speaking they of play, falling they, apart. I know. Well, I'm going to ask you guys a question about that in a little bit. But they play New Orleans. They play New Orleans Saturday. Uh, who's solid? Not they're unspectacular, but solid. But then they have, and then the homestand they have is New York, the Knicks, who are I think six and five, Philly, Sacramento. So they don't have that easy part of the schedule coming up. But when they do, that's the biggest piece. So, uh, Dad, I think you were going to say something. So did so Rudy accused um, Rudy accused Draymond Green of always trying to get out of the games that Steph doesn't play. I think Green's been kicked out of 10 games recently. Did you see this stat? Yeah. Seven of them have been games that uh, Curry didn't play. It was like he's four times as more likely. It is crazy to think about because Rudy probably just said that, not knowing anything, and it's actually true. I think he he believed it, but there's no way he actually had any data. Like, there's no way he knew the numbers. He was just kind of felt that way and was trapped. But he's... as soon as he said it, I w- in my head, I was like, I think he's right. Seven out of like, the ten times. That's crazy. Like, whenever, whenever it's just Draymond or just Draymond and Clay, like, I, fe- I, I feel like he's right. And I thought the other thing that was interesting about it was he's not more prone to get technicals. He's just, he's just four times more likely to get ejected. So it's not like he's just testier. He clearly goes in with the mindset, like, I don't really care if I get kicked out because Steph's not here, so we're not going to win anyways. Okay. Time of death on the Gopher game that I had. I watched the entire game, and with five minutes and fourteen seconds left, I'm officially turning it off. They had a twenty-two point lead in the second half. We'll leave it there. Um, that's that. That is a crazy stat, and I'm not kidding either. That is a crazy stat, though. By the way, that is that, I, is that he's been kicked out of the seven. So my my seven. NBA my broader NBA spectrum question for you guys. Um, which yes, of the following? 
the team he's on sucks. Uh, I think I think it's a race to the to the bottom of the hill, meaning they're over the hill between Popovich and and Belichick. Popovich puts oh, lineups out there. I'm like, what are you doing? Um, I think Wemby's playing well, but um, first of all, how can he not? He's seven nine. All he has to he's do. He's only is playing. He's not playing. Like he doesn't play him that much. He's only playing like thirty minutes a game. Partially because the team's so bad, they put, he puts in like the garbage guys at the end so often. But uh, I have, but he's averaging, I think, like nineteen, nine, and two and a half blocks. Like it's been so. Jamar, um, Jamar Chase just requested a trade. By the way, continue. So, which of the two following situations makes you guys happier? The two and nine Memphis Grizzlies, or the well, three and seven Los Angeles Clippers? The Clippers. Uh, but see, the thing with Memphis is their bad guy is gone, and 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 Ja, whatever his name is, isn't playing, so it's not quite, so they have an excuse. Like if who's the guy that was nuts? Brooks. That fought Brooks. He's gone, so him being there would have been better. But it's one hundred percent. I mean, James Harden is the biggest kiss of death in the history of kiss of deaths. Well, Chris Paul, but uh, he's up there. Well, he's never won anything either, but he's like. He's. I, I think they were going down anyways. Yeah. No. That's uh, it, okay. it is. It is awesome. What are they thinking? That that trade was the worst trade. It was. That was an easily worse trade than Gobert's. Uh, that I don't. Oh, I thinking, agree. Why would they trade for Harden when they have Westbrook? They have Paul George and they have that lineup is just not working. Not. It was never going to work. No. They haven't won the a way, game they since them. they got him. No, they did not need a game. They have not won a game. I'm sure. I mean, where's left for him to go? Because I'm sure he's going to want to trade. It doesn't matter. I mean, it's a small sample size, and they had a really, 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 really easy opening to their schedule. But they were three and one. They traded for him. They're three and seven. And that well, includes and, against the Grizzlies. They're one of the Grizzlies' two wins. Oh, it's, who do you uh, think they trade now at the de- they can't trade him because they just got him? But what other three are they going to trade now when this doesn't work? I, I, I think Kawhi wants to be traded. I don't know if they'll do it though. I think Kawhi. Why would you know Westbrook? Well, that's I think I the only actually, guy I feel they like could I actually trade. see some emotion, but I think the only guy they could trade is probably Paul George. I don't know if anyone would want the rest of them. Someone would want Kawhi. Paul George is the best one for sure out of all of them. So I don't, Kawhi I, plays I once. Kawhi plays once in a while. First of all, I don't know. If the, I know, I, but like someone would still take him. Oh, I, I, yeah, I suppose you're right. Because then, like, that's... if you're a good enough team that doesn't need him to play every day. Well, the they'd have to trade him to, like, Miami or somebody. they got to get him out of the conference. But Yes. Uh, and on a side note, I meant to say this. I swear I turned the Gopher game on. I'm watching uh, QVC. There's no way the Missouri football team is tougher than the basketball team because they were just knocking guys all over the place, including the referee, by the way. Um, that turned the game around, it seems like. Yeah, that was the spark they needed. Yeah. I could not believe what I was... I, I, but uh, the Carissa Thompson thing, she was just quoted as saying she just talked to Joe Burrow and he's doing great. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's getting out of hand. <laughs> okay. Sideline report. She's actually at that game, which is more interesting. Yeah, of course she is. She's the Thursday night football sideline reporter. Yeah. Well, that was a fun go for game until five minutes left. 
Is that the sign of things to come? I mean, can we just not have anything nice? Could the Gophers not have done something good tonight? No. Hey, the Lady Gophers won. They're they, by the way, uh, sold out on uh, Sunday. The, ba- the women's I mean, basketball? Yeah, they're playing UConn here. Oh, I thought you meant this past Sunday. No, Are we go- do we have tickets? There was four people at the game Sunday. I mean... We could technically go, but what do you mean is, technically? Well, I mean, not it's technically. Sunday. I think it's at like four. It's in the. It's like in the. Yeah, mid, it's, it's. You'd be home by like, Sunday night football. We would be home by Sunday night football, but it's you know the rest of the football. Yeah, but you'd only miss. Oh, we got Survivor Series to watch anyways. Or is that next Sunday? That's next Sunday. Next Sunday. That'll be during uh, game night. Uh, I thought game nights on Friday. <laughs> that was a joke. I turned That's down Wednesday. all you can eat and drink uh, Timberwolves tickets for our game night on Friday. No, game night is Wednesday. No, game night can't be Wednesday because Sam's busy Wednesday. Well, I mean, it's up for debate. But no, yeah. Will's busy Friday, I thought. Oh, God. I I thought it was Wednesday. Well, I'll be I'll be home in two days and we can figure this out. I'm home both days. I don't have any friends, so... I'm so confused. Um, well, I hope the Timberwolves tickets are still there then. <laughs> are they? Are they? Uh, they're somebody, or is it just? By the way, when they're selling. Uh, one of when? my, a friend of the show, um, we'll Nick, we'll just call him Reggie. Uh, he got tickets from work. Um, all you can eat and such, and I had to turn him down because we had family game night. That's just that's the Friday. Family man, I am. That's a tur- By the way, that's a tournament game Friday. Wednesday they play the Sixers. Yeah. Well, maybe my another friend of the show will call him. Right. Uh, that's why I thought you were talking about. G-O. Another Philly. Maybe he another, another Philly correspondent. Sam and I are still debating whether to go to the Miami Heat game in Florida. Yeah. Timberwolves, Miami. Timberwolves, Miami Heat. If the Timberwolves are still on a roll, I would think about it. What um, day is that? What? What day is that? I, I don't know if it's a Monday or something. I think Drew's not there yet. But yeah, no, so well, the UConn. Yeah, the UConn game. I The Gopher women, uh, who are very young and very good and very well coached, will probably still lose by 40, so... Yeah, they they've it's they Sad haven't played say. anybody obviously, but they've also crushed everybody. Oh yeah, they've... no, they can. I I actually watched a little I, bit of it. UConn's can... lost a game though. They have. Yeah. Uh, the Gopher ladies. Um, this but is they I didn't don't have, even know. Page Page Buckets made her debut tonight, so it, it is over for for anyone else. I thought she had already played once. She scored like four. I don't know. Oh, we maybe. have our own page. Was the first game, but I don't know. We have our own page buckets, by the way. Who's a sophomore? Yeah. The go uh the gophers are definitely better coached. They can all shoot. And uh and they look like they're in better shape. And I don't it's gonna sound creepy, so I didn't know exactly how to say this. It looks like they're conditioning. I'm not suggesting Lindsay Whalen wasn't um didn't want to get them in shape, but Sometimes if you don't take care well, of your own house. Well, her and Rachel Bannum, uh, they kind of <laughs> Rachel Bannum happened to them. 
Well, Bantam's coaching this team, too. She's back. Is she still uh, dating Andre Holland? I think they're married, so I guess that oh, maybe congratulations. Or engaged or something weird like that. Because he helps coach the men, I think. 2022, uh, they engaged. No confirmation of wedding yet. Oh, okay. I mean, the four-year engagements aren't bad. But um, they are... I, that's the women that's are a much, year. Well, I guess I don't know when they got engaged in 2022. Oh, I, I didn't hear what you said. Yeah, the women are entertaining. They're still going to probably get killed. But UConn, that's a big game at home. It's huge. 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 So, um, Final comments before we close out the show. How much do the Gophers lose to Ohio State by? Oh, By the way, what was your favorite undefeated Gopher basketball uh, memory this year? I don't uh, have any because I'm not watching I didn't that. watch a single second of the Gopher yeah. basketball. You sh- so well, you should have until the – you should have. It was entertaining until five minutes left. Uh, I mean, do they? There's no way they're going to be within forty, is there? What did they lose to, to the cheaters by? About that, wasn't it? Checking. Well, it's uh, forty-two. Points. Forty-two was the Michigan loss. It was forty-two? Oh, did you say they're 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 underdogs by twenty-seven and a half? To me, yeah, I don't Ohio, bet. At Ohio State, right? That has to be the lock of the century. At Ohio we State. won't score. It just depends on how many much you think Ohio State's. We we will not score. And we'll have four. The, the last two running backs that we have will get hurt. Because apparently, <laughs> for whatever reason, running backs in Minnesota get hurt. Well, I don't, they're all good. I was going to say, I don't understand how we have so many. Like, Put the put the hurt thing aside. How do we have some? They just keep coming. It's actually impressive. Yeah. The only impressive thing about that team. I'm addicted to rooting for and betting on Oregon just because of Bucky Irving. They're my oh, Oregon's yeah. my new team. Yeah. That that is one that got away. I can res- yeah, but it's hard to really be mad because the other guys are just as good. They're just hurt. Like and he's gonna really- play maybe play for a national championship. So I can't yeah. really. Blame yeah, I can't. No, can't blame him, and I I can't be that upset about it um i love that i love that for you i love i love the oregon play uh i have my 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 most consistent team this year except for last the last two weeks actually uh the tulane green wave they've been except they wear blue jerseys it makes no sense i know well they were they're like it's a really weird color blue or no, who I, who I actually – it doesn't count this week because they play in, like, the middle of the day. There's no team that is better than the, the 10 p.m. Arizona Wildcats. If you can catch the Arizona Wildcats as an underdog at 10 p.m., you take them. You you take a second mortgage out and you take them. Now, they play this week at, like, 2.30, so it doesn't count. But Oh, the football, yeah. Did you Were you watching the, the, the uh, Monday night or the Thursday night game by any chance? No. Sam's got – Sam's – Jake Browning – Needed three yards to go for a first down. He ran three yards and then ran back six. And Lamar Jackson <laughs> limped onto the field. So I'd yeah, what was that all about? Up. I don't know. Browning might be – Browning's awful. Um, They're shaving points. I think the total's like 45 and they're at 40. It was really weird what just happened. They're point shaving. God, Jamar Chase so, just requested a trade again. Um, so you, you think they lose by over 27 and a half? How could they not? I'm not even, I mean, that's not even being negative. They're that much oh, better than us. 
if I was to take one of the sides, I'd probably take Ohio State to cover. Yeah, yeah. To cover, to annihilate us. Oh, you know who you have to hammer this weekend, though, by the way? The Wake Forest-Sam Hartman revenge game. But not Sam Hartman getting revenge. Wake Forest getting revenge on Sam Hartman leaving. They're 24.5-point underdogs against Notre Dame. Notre Dame's not that good. Drew, you know, how about the fact that you can actually say you saw Sam Hartman play for Wake Forest? And I knew he would suck this year because I saw him play. I told everybody before the season, I don't know what the hype about this guy is. Everyone says he's going to be great. I literally watched the guy from 50 feet away. We had great seats. He sucks. Well, he and did. He it, it was a miraculous comeback. <laughs> Against one sucked. of the worst college football teams I think I've ever seen. But yeah, It was a fun game for a while. Yeah, we literally saw that guy. Um, he was supposed to be the, the Notre Dame savior. The dude's thrown for 18 touchdowns and seven picks right. in 10 games. I don't. Speaking of Oregon, we saw that guy play, too. Or I did, actually. You did. Played against the Gophers in the Has the game. country now, seen that guy play the, the amount of schools he's been at at this point? Yeah, Bo Nix. He's well-traveled. He should be for 30 years old. Um, oh, b- basketball. Our friends from Boca Raton are on fire. I, I'm not. Uh, I don't claim FAU. them. FAU. I don't claim them. You don't? I don't like the coach. It bothers me. Of FAU? Tell me out. Yeah, come me out on FAU. Partially because I went to the NCAA tournament last year with a Tennessee fan, so I kind of have to hate them because they beat Tennessee. Okay. So that's fair. gotta respect we my boys, you know. No, that's fair. I I still can't get over what I watched in the Cincinnati game. The guy went from first. Do you see that, Sam? See what? The game. The Browning dude was like at the first down and then ran backwards. No, I turned it off. I'm sick of it. Oh. That's, a tough, that's a, not a good way to start fantasy football. Jamar Chase, he sucks. So, anything else we need to cover? I got nothing. You guys? All right. Well, that's it, right? We got anything else? Nothing? Anything? Let's go, Coz. All right. We'll be back next week, I guess. Well, we'll be... To get, will we be on next week with the holiday? I don't know. I'm asking for a friend. I have no idea. I'll have to figure it out. I'll be right. I'll be in the original, maybe third original, uh, Apple Cider Studios. Yep. All right. Well, you might you might hear from us next week. We'll see. Take care.